Welcome to the Profitable Python. This is your host, Ben McNeil. And on today's show, you will meet Nitin Rai. He is a native to India who started exploring and practicing code with Python a year ago. Since then, he has landed a high paying job as an artificial intelligence practitioner. Nitin is a learning machine. Each day, he focuses on learning and implementation of new techniques and specializes in computer vision and deep learning. Nitin's motto is, you might have learned the rules of the game, but it won't help you unless you play it yourself. Nitin, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank Hello, Ben. Uh, and hello, everybody who's watching this video. And I want to say thanks for having me here. It's pretty nice to be a part of this. Absolutely, man. It's an, it's an honor to have, have you on here. And uh, I'm really excited for this show. So, yeah, I just wanted to jump right into it here. Um, so, so, what kind of simple reference materials should somebody use to help them learn Python syntax? Because you did this. Okay, in like okay. Ben, uh, let me just wait for a second. Actually, I have to. Uh, I'll, I'll be back in a minute. Okay, okay. Uh, maybe, maybe in a second. Actually, uh, someone has arrived to the gate and I have the security pass. Oh, okay. Yeah, no problem, man. Okay, 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 this, is, okay. this is what happens when you do podcasts at work. Folks. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So I think we are back. Okay, perfect, man. So yeah, cause, like what really interests me about your story is uh, like you did this, like you went from like starting from scratch basically to learning yeah. a year and you got a job, dude. Like, yeah, definitely. Like, Even I'm surprised awesome. of it. Yeah, this is an awesome story. So I, uh, I know, never thought of this. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I want to know what reference materials were you using? Actually, uh, the thing is, uh, when I just passed out of school, I was in touch with many of my seniors who are actually in this field. And not basically in machine learning or Python, but basically in the field of coding, maybe using web development or JavaScript. So they were the one who was guiding me to uh, start using GitHub or learn something uh, that will be very helpful in the near future. So that's where I got started. And you know, I was so serious and passionate about it. So I was searching all the time about all this information that is going to be in the future, all over the Stack Overflow on GitHub or anywhere else, uh, like on the articles of Medium and all these helpful places. So uh, I kind of got a right part to my career that I should get into this part and it will really help me. So that's where I started. Yeah, that's, that's freaking awesome. And um, so, so you'd mentioned there's like a right way and a wrong way to kind of use these yeah. search, the search engines. What is, like, yeah. what is your advice for somebody if they're trying to find help with the search engine? Uh, definitely search engine is something where you can find a hell lot of data. I mean, any, it may be of your field of interest or maybe not. But the thing is, if you're determined that you want to learn something, then it is something that be a, like a friend that you can search and ask any question. It's not about that it will be giving you the a pure source code or anything for building a program, but you will get enough lot of help to build your old programs. Yeah, excellent. And uh, what tips do you have for someone that's trying to get like a programming internship without a formal degree in programming? Because I know you did yeah, this as well. I think, right? I think, I think, I think uh, nowadays uh, that uh, many people, are, I mean, there are a lot of startups in India and nobody really cares about uh, uh, degree, especially in case of internship. So uh, because they, all they want is uh, an employee who can volunteer them and help them in building something. So they definitely don't mind uh, providing the internship. So if you're pretty good at this, you just need to pass the interim and you will get the internship. Maybe the startup will not be so huge and giant, but at least you will get started with it. And that's the beginning of it. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's your whole motto. Like, like yeah. 
start That's yeah actually i was i was practicing the coding the whole year but the thing is i never thought i would be suitable for the job so that's why the idea of it just kicked in and i started as an intern but right. i thought i will get some recognition with the internship how did, how did you overcome that fear because it sounded like at one point in time you were like man i wonder if i could do this or not <laughs> actually the thing is uh, i was really tired of my life you know i have been uh, in a very bad time so actually i was doing a job in the field of video editing so uh, the thing is i was not interested and and every day i was like oh god what i'm doing so i want to change my career and i was really interested about coding so i thought why not trying in an internship even if they are uh, paying less at least i will be get enough for myself because i don't have to earn for my family right now so i should be get started with it yeah i i love that man so, so oh go ahead i didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you so that, that was the thing that really helped me to overcome my fear and get started with the internship itself yeah man i i love that you have uh, such an awesome attitude uh when it comes to this stuff so what uh why do you think that because part of the pre-interview you had mentioned that uh like a major trend that you see in the future is this yeah. uh, like personalization is going to be a major trend can you talk about that a little bit actually the thing is uh, i was really a beginner into this programming field so uh, the thing was i really have no idea from where i should get started like uh, i have tried c i have tried java i even get into web development using php and css i've done that all but i was not a professional in any of this field but when i started with python i saw that there's an immense future uh, like reading articles i got to know that people are doing every sort of things from this particular language that i was doing in different different languages so i thought that python is my language i should get started with it then i start hunting out that uh, what was the thing that i can do with python so basically uh, there's a huge long story that i may tell you in some time that's why i started in the field of computer vision and machine learning especially with python because mm-hmm. uh, i knew that i'm going to do something with python but it was not decided that what i'm going to do whether it will be a web development or programming itself right i mean that's the beautiful part of it right you could yeah 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 first all- of all you 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 select your language uh, where you are comfortable with it mhm yeah and uh, so why do you think uh well actually i'm kind of curious as far as like automatic automatic content creation goes you had mentioned something in the pre interview about how yeah yeah a future for that can you talk about that a little bit and if do you actually think it will be engaging content yeah definitely like you see uh, uh, nowadays what people are trying to do they are um, mostly uh, as the youtube started the most of the people are building their career in youtube and this proves that yeah future is if you are into content creation then there is some future even even i was there when i was creating videos for my, uh, somebody else so i was into content creation so i definitely think that if you can automate this stuff at least uh, not fully but at some extent and it will really helpful hmm. if you are creating content for somebody and you are charging it then there might be a uh, time consuming or you would be uh, doing something else in case of that but if you can do it on automatic then definitely it will really help so how do you think that would work exactly like uh like, like they- let me give you an example sure. uh, there was an idea that came in my mind so actually i was on instagram and i saw these quotation pages where they get a huge number of likes and response from public and what they were doing uh, simply posting uh, some quotation on photos so i i really uh, like that idea i started doing that as well uh, but basically at the beginning i was just copying their content and just posting on our page but one day what i saw uh there was a really i mean 
it was really different than others so what the guy was doing he was just picking up the famous people's photos from their profile and putting up a quote and just uh, uh, darkening the background a little bit and posting that particular photo with the quotation and tagging them and this was really helping out so i asked him out that uh, are you really uh, making any money out of it so he said that sometimes i do it for free but sometimes i got paid promotions as well so I, that he was doing it so i thought this is not a tough task you get automated with python what you have to do just pick up the photos from uh, public profiles put a quotation post it on the page and just tag them this is not uh, something that requires human you can do it on automatic basis so this is where the automatic content creation comes in and i really tried upon it uh, though i hadn't follow up with the idea because i was really busy in something else and regarding getting a job and doing all this stuff but this was the basic idea that came in my mind and i really uh, worked a lot on it like a scraping photos on instagram putting quotations on it posting i really have done all this thing but i didn't uh, made this a uh, particular thing for doing uh, automatic every day because uh, i think uh, this actually compromising the privacy of other people but but this was a great idea to do so at least I mean, for a scratch for it yeah yeah no i i love this idea and i uh i'm sure there's some way to do it like maybe yeah. you have um certain amount of content or something like that yourself that you wanted to automate but yeah, I yeah. can see how that would be a little challenging. But uh, man, that is a cool idea. So is that like computer vision or like, like what kind of Python libraries would you use? Yeah, definitely you need computer vision because you are manipulating images here. And apart from that, you need some uh, web scraping libraries like Beautiful Soup and others to just uh, check in the photos and post them back to the Instagram. Yeah, and actually you bring up like you just kind of gave me a little idea. Maybe I can ask you about this. Like what if you used like stock photos, like things that inherently yeah, definitely, have, definitely, definitely. Like you could have a heyday with this, like what you're talking about. You could really have some fun with this, right? Yeah. But uh, I was really curious that like, uh, why not doing a personalized quotation, like whatever your followers have, you can uh, pull in the photos of your followers and put them back and they will be pleased to see this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this really helps. It, it's, as far as like engagement goes, it might be like yeah. a way to hack engagement or something like that. Yeah, Instagram definitely number of photos and you can play around with it. Man. Even every day millions of photos are being posted and nobody is using them. Like if you search for a particular hashtag, you know, you see that every second there are people are posting photos. So what if you are if you are giving them a personalized feedback on the basis of photo that they just have posted? They will feel really awesome. Like I just posted this photo and yeah, I have a feedback with it. Yeah. So you can generate a lot of traffic out of it. Yeah, that's that's a interesting concept, man. I I might have to sleep on this and and uh, chew on it some more tomorrow because that's, I mean, it's it's basically the place that you would do some sort of experiment like that. Would you also use like some sort of like Instagram API or like how would you? Yeah, yeah, I definitely tried it with the Instagram APIs, but the problem is they don't allow you to do so much. Like they already stop you if you're doing that on a regular basis or doing too much on a particular time. They might block your account as well. So you need a third right. party API for doing these things. And I think there are a couple of it on the internet. You can search for Instapy. It's on GitHub and it's working fine. Hmm. Okay. Man, this uh, that, that's like a whole can of worms there you just cracked open. <laughs> so uh yeah i'm i'm actually kind of curious like like what excited you to like why did you decide to get into um like computer vision and then like i guess you have this passion for machine learning that you also yeah. want to explore can you kind of yeah. talk about like 
What? Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm really curious to talk about this particular thing. So, sure. how did I get started into computer vision machine learning? Yeah, Python. Choosing Python is a different thing. But why choosing computer vision and machine learning particularly? So, mm-hmm. uh, let me tell you a small story. Sure. So, actually, uh, when I shifted into city uh, for completing my college, and uh, I was staying at my friend's home. And all of my friends are not from the science background. So nobody really want to do something in coding or experimentation or research. But they all were from the economy department. Like uh, here in India, we have commerce and science specifically two fields. So they were from the commerce field. So what they knew, used to do, they just uh, kind of searching loopholes in different apps there uh, hmm. to just get some little money out of it. So they were doing all these things. So uh, one day they came to me and they asked, we have a game. This is a simple game. Uh, and we are playing it. You should also play it and you can just double your money out of it. So uh, that was their approach towards me. And at that time, I was really not into this much of uh, computer vision. I really have no idea how to automate those kind of stuff. But uh, that really interested me. Like uh, the game was very simple. Uh, you will get two numbers, say five plus one. And there you will get two circles say, saying the result. I um, mean the answers. You have to choose the one circle which is the correct answer. And this was a really simple game. And... Uh, it's like uh, uh, the game will be uh, between two opponents and we do for uh, one minute. So anybody who makes a higher score in just one span of time, in one minute, uh, the money will be doubled. I mean, if both you guys are putting 10 rupees, uh, $10, then it will be like $20 for another person. So this was the whole concept of the game. And there was not this particular game like adding numbers. They were all different sort of games like clicking the same color, the color that was shown previously, and what is the next color, these kind of games. Or yeah. clicking numbers in ascending or descending order based on the, the color of balls that they are in. Like if there is green color, you need to click them in ascending order. If it's red, you need to click them in red color. So I picked up the easiest game out of it. And I thought that uh, actually I had seen people are building uh, various game bots like you have seen the Dinobot game in Chrome and the internet goes off and you are just playing it with the space bar. So people have automated them. So I thought if people can do that, why not uh, I should do this buddy. So I just pull up the source code of that particular game and I saw that they are doing it Python. So I started scraping in the internet about uh, how Python works and what are the various libraries that we can do to manipulate images. And from there, I got started into computer vision. And uh, after uh, one week of uh, coding, uh, I finished that board. Actually, that uh, for uh, if I talk about today, I can build that whole thing in just in five or ten minutes. So awesome. I took around a week to uh, build that board. But actually, mm-hmm. it worked. You know, I have to search for KNN algorithms and all sort of things. So just OCR the particular uh, number that was being there, like it's one or two, because the point was all really a different kind of thing. It was really not similar, not simple. Like it's not an aerial phone. It was diff- different. And it's really hard to OCR with the present, present models that are, we have. So I need to train a particular model out of it. So that's where I, the idea kicked in that I should get started with computer vision and especially in machine learning because these are the booming industries in India or anywhere around the world. And you mm-hmm. can do a, a lot of things out of it. So I started with it, uh, built the first board. And then day after day, I was just improving it. I was working to improve it very well. So I started with the first game and there was a total of 10 games inside the particular app. And at the end of uh, two or three months, I ended with uh, building the board for all games. And uh, that was thing. So at, at that time, I was not into, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at that time, I was really uh, not into this uh, prospect that I could do a job in this particular field. But I was practicing it every day. So I really got a different knowledge about this field deck how you can manipulate images and different things that are available, the tools, you get familiar with the tools that how you can manipulate it. 
and i wanna uh, give a special thanks to adrian rosberg who is an author of pi image search uh, his blog really helped me to learn all these skills because he's providing a, a lot of blogs out of, for the computer vision and machine learning itself so that was the place i first started learning all these things so so open cb at pi image search is how you yeah that was like your main learning resource you're saying yeah definitely to get started with but it was uh, they uh, teach you everything from the beginning to the pro level like getting started with the computer vision to deep learning right that's awesome so i'm i'm actually really curious about the ocr that you were talking about how yeah. did you um how did you was there some library that did OCR or you had to make it from scratch? No, or? no, actually, actually the thing is uh, when I started with computer vision, I really have no idea about other libraries. There okay. might be libraries. Uh, even today, I don't use uh, so many libraries because I'm strict with uh, raw libraries like NumPy and computer vision. And I can build many things out of these things because uh, there are many libraries uh, all around the internet, but they are all built upon this particular thing. And the idea of using NumPy and computer vision to do something is that you only have two dependencies and you can use these two particular libraries to build anything. So the OCR that I did uh, was not based on any library, but basically it was just built out of computer vision and NumPy. Uh, wow. Definitely it was just an KNN algorithm, neighbor, where you have five images of particular number and if it matches with any of the neighbor, then it is that particular number. Okay, and because the apps didn't use letters, it was yeah. pretty straightforward. Is that kind of yeah. why? Okay. Dang, that's crazy, man. It was like a digital number that is printed out on the displays of, you know, on petrol pumps or anywhere, analog displays. So it was like, the font was like a digital number. It is not like a basic font. that is being printed in everyday papers. Okay. What, what other applications do you see for your, uh, your bot? Uh, applications for what? KNN or computer or the, the bot that you made, have, have you tried it on anything else or found like Yeah, 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 yeah. So after that, uh, the thing is, I didn't stop myself on that particular app. I knew that if I can build an app for this particular application, I can do a lot of things out of it. So I started uh, coding on others. And after manipulating a code a little bit, I was able to achieve uh, some similar sort of results on other applications. Let me tell you uh, one more interesting app yeah. that I used to build a bot for. So the basic idea was you get an app and what you have to do, you have to fill in the email address and password and email and the username and the referral code of your friend. And the app was basically collecting uh, different email addresses to build their database and they were providing some sort of a little amount of money for it. So I built a word uh, that was generating email ID on itself, generating password for itself. And I have edited, hard coded the referral code and everyone was just click, clicking on every other dialog box, filling the details and submitting the result, then logging out of the app and just again filling the result and logging in. So all this stuff was being automated by the computer vision itself. Crazy. And you won't believe uh, the first time, actually my computer was not decent powered. So the problem that was with me is that uh, I cannot uh, use an emulator to just uh, make a reference between a computer and the Android app itself. So what I did, I actually, I tried a lot of libraries to actually stream my Android phone screens to my computer so that I can process the raw pixels. So that's where uh, at the end, I, I end up building an old phone library of myself that is uh, being a wrapper of Pi screen, which is built by somebody else. Uh, I further found the source code on the GitHub. So I built a, a library out for myself that is really fast. Actually, uh, on an i3 PC with 4GB RAM, it can go up to 80 FPS. Hmm. 
So in between building the codes for application, I also learned about how this library works and I started making my own libraries. Uh, even today I have three of the libraries being hosted on uh, Python package indexing. Oh, and, and one of them is this Pi screen uh, wrapper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are people using PyScreen for? Because I've never, I've never heard of that. Actually, uh, the thing is, if you want to mirror your screen to your computer, uh, like uh, basically I do it for Android. I haven't tried it on uh, Apple OS, iOS, but I have done it with Android. So there are many times when you want to uh, mirror your screen to your computer so that you don't have to check your phone all the time. You can just access it from your computer itself. So that's where this thing comes in. But uh, before this, I was using a third-party app where you need to install a server on your phone and a client on a computer. Then you they need to be connected uh, using USB debugging, and then only you can access the screen. I mean that was a very crucial thing. Mm. You have to follow a number of steps, and in between they get disconnected as well. So I was really uh, uh, there was hard time that I was doing anything with it. So I thought, why not using Python to stream the screen itself? So what this PyScreen does is uh, it temporarily temporarily install the uh, server app in your phone in the background at the time of launching, and it just connect with the phone. And when you disconnect the phone, uh, the app will be just lost it. So you don't have to worry about uh, installing the phone in any particular phone. If you are using different phones for the screening purpose, you don't have to install the app in every phone. You just need to run the code, and everything will be automated. Hmm. So this is the power of Python. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. What other what other packages do you have hosted on PyPI? Uh, actually, uh, one of my packages is related to multi-threading Python. Okay. Uh, because uh, when I was doing it, I really find the code very difficult to get in. Like you have to do multi-threading, but for that you need to learn uh, how those different thread works. You have to join the threads. You have to start the threads. And for every particular task, you have to do the thread. So, uh, what my basic idea was: if you have to do a particular task, like say if you have a number between one to ten, and you wanna multiply it out every number with hundred, say it's an easy task for computer. But uh, in case if you don't have numbers, you have images, and you have to uh, color a particular uh, add a border out of images. So, maybe every image take five seconds to do so. So you don't want to wait for the 25 seconds to do and uh, process the images one by one. So mm -hmm. in that case, what you can do is you can use multi-threading, and in this five seconds, you can process a number of images at same time using parallel threading. So I built this library. You just have to pass a function that is processing the photos and uh, number of photos in a list, and it will automatically count that how many images you have. It will automatically create number of threads out of it. It will automatically process them and it will get the result synchronously. So what happens in uh, threading is that if some picture is small, some picture is large, then the small pictures are processed uh, first, and you will get the result first. But if you are uh, processing a video frames line by line, you don't want to do it asynchronously. You want the result to be synchronous. So this multi-threading, uh, the library I build, uh, this processes the frame in an asynchronous order, but it returns back the result in synchronous order. So this is the whole idea of the library. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, that. So what are the use cases for that mainly? Just all so mainly, of mainly when I do when I do image processing and I have to process a video. So in that case, uh, the thing is, if I have a low-powered PC and if I want to process the whole video, like using object detection, doing all these things, mm -hmm. for computer vision, you have to do these things in frame-by-frame frame order. So you cannot wait to for finishing the first frame after so that you can process the next frame. So you could use this library there where you can just process the frames in multi-threading and you will get the result all at once. Okay, and you perfect. know, it doesn't, it doesn't really take five seconds to process one frame. It will just take hardly around 0 0.03 seconds to process a particular frame. So you can, in that meantime, you can particularly uh, process 30 frames. Say a one second video will be processed in 0 0.03 seconds. Crazy. It's 
So, wow. I mean, that's pretty awesome, right? Right. <laughs> so that's why I'm building all these things. Yeah, that's, that's uh, awesome. I know that will be pretty helpful in the future as well. That will be, and you know how the idea kicked in? Uh, the thing is, when I was following the PyMessage blog, I saw that Adrian is building a library for himself. It's called IMUtils. This is basically image utils. And what it does is like, say you have to resize an image. So in OpenCV provides a, you a function with save it to resize, where you can pass in the height and width and the image will be resized to that height and width. But the problem here is, uh, it will not be in the aspect ratio. So if you have a landscape image and you just pass in 400 by 400, it will be compressed out into a square image and it won't look good. So what he does in the IMUtils utility library that he used an uh, basic algorithm to find out the aspect ratio of the image and you just have to pass the width. Like say if you have an image of 1080 width, you just pass in the 480 pixels width. Then it will automatically resize the image uh, to the 480 pixels width and the height will be adjusted automatically. So I really find this very helpful like he's building an uh, image utility for himself and hosted in in python package indexing and you i'm even i'm using the library every day so i thought that if i have to do this every day why don't uh, i should make a library out of it it will beneficial for others as well and for me as well right and it is has it got any traction or is it just like a really niche library uh, uh, for now, I don't think it doesn't got any attraction. Maybe in future, if somebody's try to search for this, just like I'm searching for everybody GitHub repositories and finding uh, something helpful or useful in them. If somebody is searching for it, then definitely they will get to know that, yeah, this is a good thing available on uh, servers. There's a holy grail out uh, there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have done uh, everything from my side, from documentation to hosting it and giving the examples to how to use it. I've done everything from my side. If somebody is finding it useful, he might be using it. Yeah, that, that sounds awesome. So uh, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely be linking to that. That sounds really cool. And yeah. Another project? You had you had three of them or? Yeah, I have three of them. Uh, so first one was this uh, uh, pie, screen, pie screen. And that is using to mirror the screen. The second one was IM thread. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure about the third one because uh, I really hosted it way back. But it was something like uh, finding the... Uh, let me explain what it does. I really don't remember its name uh, because I don't use it on a regular basis. Sure. I just use it because uh, I thought that maybe in future I will require it. So the idea was, um, say you have got a picture and there are a number of colors inside it and you want to uh, extract the particular color templates out of it. So just need to pass the image and, and say that how many palettes you want. Say you want two palettes. The whole image color will be averaged out into two particular colors. Let's say the image is black and white. Then you, uh, you are passing two as a parameter. You will get a black and a white color palette. And if the image is colored, you want to get two or three bins. So you just have to pass the parameter as three and you, the image will be averaged into three colors and you will get the image color. And this is very helpful in case you are detecting some kind of colors in an object and what color this object possess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I've, I've seen some AI projects yeah. out there, like where you, you pass in the image and it'll give you like a themed yeah. color palette. So yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's, that's really cool, man. Uh, I don't have any packages on PyPI, so good for you. <laughs> Actually, uh, I know there are a lot of people who are doing very good in Python, but they really don't have a package. But the thing is, they really never matter. This, this thing never matters. They have the code in a system, just copy paste it or just uh, link it with this folder itself. But uh, all I wanted to do is like, uh, I want to make it open source and user friendly so that uh, I mean, anywhere of the world, I just have to do a pip install I that and I'm good to go. So yeah. that's why I hosted the servers. I mean, it, and it, on top of that, it really demonstrates your mastery over the language. I mean, 
That's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And you open sourced it. So you're kind of making, making everyone else's life easier if they want to learn how to code. Yeah. Like, and apparently if, if someone is interested in how those packages are working, they can just get into the source ground and see how it actually works because that's how I learned all those, all these tricks. Uh, after getting into source for other people's packages, I got to know that, that they are doing this stuff this way and this really makes life easier. Yeah. So if anybody wants to search around, they can do the same as well. I have put in everything that they need to learn about it from documentation to source code to hosting everything. That's perfect, man. Uh, who was like a big influence, an influence for you on like GitHub? Like whose code did you really enjoy going through to learn a lot? Like for, for GitHub, I really never follow anybody for a long time. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, for around four months or five months after I started coding, I never followed anybody <laughs> and neither somebody followed me back. I was just doing like uh, creating my portfolio online. Uh, I was not using GitHub as to uh, share things. I was just uh, building a portfolio out of myself so that in future, if somebody asks what you do, what are, uh, what are your skills? So I can show them that, yeah, here is my GitHub profile. You can see these are the sort of work that I do. Mm-hmm. Even when I started GitHub, uh, you won't believe that when I started GitHub, uh, I don't use to write the readme files. I, I mean, I don't mark down how the code works. <laughs> I just put in the codes and uh, even I forgot that how this works and what are the various files that are linked in between. So, so the, awesome. my senior that I met in a school, they used to guide me that you should definitely write a markdown so that you do some documentation for yourself as well. Mm-hmm. So I started writing down about the codes, but then the thing was, I was just writing and uh, it really doesn't make sense if you are uh, creating a project that takes some input and gives some output and you are not showing what you are doing out of code. So right. they also guided me that you should put in some images, show the results, how they are, how you are performing it. So uh, what I did, I really have no idea how to do markdown things, how to write those markdown files. So, and even on searching on GitHub or Stack Overflow, I didn't find so much code all at one place. Mm-hmm. So one day what I thought, if the world is full fleshing so well and people are getting so much uh, automatic things, uh, there must be some app that can provide me with markdown files. So right. first of all, I didn't search something that would work on offline. I searched something that will work online because I just w- wanted to write the codes and just copy and paste it to my GitHub and that's all. Uh, at the time of hosting the code. So I found this uh, very useful website. It's called Dlinger, where you can just create a markdown file, just uh, write your files and just, you have a sample readme file where you can see how a particular thing um, is written, how on the right side you can see how it affects the markdown file. So at the time you can live see what your markdown file will look like if you write this way. So I just starting the basic syntax, copying those syntax from that file and copying it with, and adjusting with my read markdown files. And that's how it all started. I started writing very, uh, very good looking markdown files. It really helps. Uh, what was the website again? Uh, Dlinger. D-L-L-I-N-G-E-R. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. And, and, and later I found uh, on offline software, it's called Typora. T-Y-P-O-R-A. Oh, uh, I, that, I love that program. I have it on my computer yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, so nowadays I'm using that to Because I really know that I'm familiar with the syntax. I can just put in the syntax and see the output. So I'm using Typora right now. But to get started, I used to do with Dlinger because I really have no idea how to use the syntax. Yeah, don't don't feel bad. I I saw somebody tweeting the other day. It was something along the lines of like, I have a master's in computer science, (laughs) but I have to like still look up like how to do like an image in Markdown or something like that. Yeah, so, because if you if you don't do it, it's really a new thing. It's not like HTML or any XML file. It's okay. a, it follows a different thing, so you have to learn the syntax. It's not that yeah. hard. It, you just have to do, put two brackets in the link, and that's it. Right. Yeah. No. But it's, you need to know. 
it's like really clean documents yeah, though. That's and, what I yeah and once you learn it you know it's very easy to do this it's like typing in the notepad itself you don't have to do anything you just have to put some various punctuation marks and yeah that's it you are all done it looks so clean and nice yeah i i couldn't agree more with you so yeah good on you for finding your way to typora that's the uh that's i love i love that program man so uh yeah you so talk about the uh organization that you want to start which em- emphasizes problem solving over studying this is kind of like one of your life goals uh you were yeah yeah, yeah can you talk yeah, about that yeah. a little bit yeah so you see what uh, actually the world is constantly changing now when i was way back child at my uh, at, at my time when i was a child you know there was a hoarding you have to complete your school then you have to complete your college you have to get a master's degree then only you can start something uh, that will help to build your life okay my battery actually getting down very well oh it's very fast dying yeah now i just 20% is left we'll we'll just go, we'll just go till it dies yeah <laughs> uh, no worries no worries uh, i will put a charger very soon okay so so in my childhood this was a scenario that um, all my cousins and my friends uh, all their parents were asking to you have to complete the college you have to get good grades in school and then you have to pass the high school and you have to go do that college thing and then you will start searching for what you are going to do something in your life i thought uh, actually uh, what i thought uh, this was the scenario with me that my financial condition was not so good and i got enough time to think about myself my life so i think that in even after passing the school i know that uh, people will be doing all these things just after the college and if i uh, have basic idea how programming works why i should not get started after school so i just started and it's not like i started with the basic like learning what if else loops are and all those syntax things i just picked the project that i love to do and starting reading our source code and when i got stuck within somewhere i start searching uh, its references on the google and that's how i learn all those things like using list why to use list why to use list dictionaries and where to use it i didn't learn anything particular for this thing i just started doing the projects and got to know that people are using dictionary for this purpose list for this purpose then i got to know that yeah python have list and dictionaries as well because in other language i did i never heard about dictionaries before this that's awesome uh, they are just fetching the data from array and, and building a dictionary out of it but there was no data type like dictionary in other languages so mm-hmm. i just started doing projects and then i got to know that yeah this is the way that i should learn mm-hmm. perfect and so yeah so yeah, carry on so yeah so this is just the starting of my career but maybe very soon i will be teaching students or anybody who is curious to learn programming the way i learned my journey with python i will definitely start a course out of it but it will take some time because i'm just settling up here yeah but that's i mean that's your your big goal i guess is to yeah. create these courses and then uh kind of like like what sort of impact are you looking for i guess yeah. actually uh, i'm really not into like thinking that i will generate a huge amount of money i just wanted to uh, tell people that yeah you can do it Right. it doesn't matter you are very aged you are uh, way too early to start you have to do is uh, you just have to pick a project that is very interesting to you and you can do it anything you can modify it to create something else out of it mm-hmm. and i've seen various youtube channels uh, uh, there's a guy it's uh, with the name sandex you might have seen his video oh yeah and his story, yeah yeah his story is something similar if you search for q and a question for sandex you will get to know that he also started his career in programming just like this uh, maybe he started after college but this was his motto as well he just picked up a particular project and he started doing it 
now i never seen his video before this uh, i just seen just few days back but i got to know that there are other people who are doing the same thing and this is a right way you can learn programming yeah i love it that's like like very little theory kind of just in time learning yeah 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 and and when i got to project and and uh, i thought that the things are going out of my mind then i realized yeah i should get to know a little bit theory so i started to sing the theory videos as well and, and then that thing seems interesting at that time because you want to complete the project and you know that it's not uh, getting in your mind so you started reading about the theories and it seems very interesting at that particular time mhm so you don't have to prepare for the theory first and then get started with the course you can just uh, start doing your project and you can learn the theory later yeah. but eventually uh, if you are into it you will uh, learn the theory itself it's not that hard right you won't deny learning it you will just learn it any, anyway yeah the most important thing i'm i'm hearing from you is that the project like you have to be kind of in love with what you're working on yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense man good good that's some good advice for sure so i i don't know how much you want to uh share about this but i i realized there was like a point in your life where you were you were in the city and then you went to a village and then that yeah. was kind of like the fire in your belly you ended yeah. up like your whole Definitely. your whole life changed like uh so so much do you do you want to share anything about that? Yeah, 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 definitely. I won't hesitate sharing this thing. Actually, everybody should know that how how struggling my life was, how I got to here. Yeah, I want to so, hear this, man. Uh, yeah, so, so that was a time when I was in school, basically in tenth standard. So my family financial condition was not so good. It was depleting day by day, but still I was in the city and was completing my school. So soon enough, when I got into eleventh standard, so my family somehow have to shift to village. so i was uh, at that time i was living in some of my relatives home and i was completing my school so after uh, living one year at my relatives homes finally when i completed my school my parents called me that they said that you have completed your school you can come and join us you can do college from here so i said sure why not uh, if uh, my home is there and if i can do complete my college i can go i have no problem because at that time i never decided that i will be doing something in this field and for this i need to be here to learn and to be in between people to learn these things so i thought that doesn't matter where i am i have my attitude and i can do it even if i'm here or there i just need an internet and my laptop and can do something so i just shifted it there but the problem was uh, the mindset was very different uh, for people who, who were living there i mean the pitch, uh, people of my age they were into something else they never thought that uh, you can do something out of it and you can build your career they just like living a similar same kind of plan that other people are living and more even the problem was even in my family uh, the people were into doing the lot of things manually like they don't believe in automation they just wanted to do something that they can do all self and this is the life so that was the change point in my life i thought that i can make my future here uh but after going to that place i realized that if i will be here it's neither going to benefit me anyways i have to get out of it so that was the time when i was filling up forms for the government exams so that i could get a good government job i can build my life out of it i never thought that i could get into programming so mm-hmm. i got a chance to get out of the home so i shifted uh, i traveled to another state for the exam i gave the exam it was not so good i knew that i will not pass it but anyways i did the exam and after that i decided that uh, the distance between the village and the city that was same from that particular state so i thought uh, why not visiting the city and meeting my old friends then getting back home so i just 
uh, went to the city, built, made my old friends, stayed there a few days, and and there was time that I was uh, set back to get the uh, my home back very soon. Mm-hmm. But that was the day uh, uh, we were having discussion with our friends, and they said that if you are not very happy with it, and if you want to do something for life, why don't you start doing some kind of job? So uh, from job, what they mean doing something in the call centers like thing. Right. So. So I said, yeah, I can do that. Actually, I have passed my schools. I have good enough communication skills, so I can do it. So at that time, what I did, I just called my parents and said that, Papa, I have got a job here and I will not be coming very soon. So, you know, when you first time say your father, uh, like you got a job, you just get out of your home. You never have been lived out of your home like this anyways without any support. So they all started uh, like calling me that you should come back home. Right. But yeah, I said that I can manage it on my own. Uh, I want to do something for my life. So later at that night, they agreed. So the, the main problem was I have convinced them, but I don't have a job right now. So what to do next? So after searching for a job every day, every day, every day, like I was searching for it online, offline, meeting with various people. So after one month, I actually found a job and that was the job as a video editor. They were not paying enough. They were not paying enough, but uh, at least it was my first job of my life. And at that time, it was like six rupees 6,000. And let me convert it to dollars because I know you have no idea about how yeah, rupees. No you cannot compare it. Yeah. Uh, just, just wait a second. Uh, let me do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could probably pull up something here too. So it was like uh, $83 per month. Holy so that was my first salary. <laughs> so that was my first salary. Mm, but uh, wow. as I get started into the job and I, I proved that, yeah, I can do good, good than this. So I convinced them. And later after 15 days, mm-hmm. mm, my salary was around uh, $139. So I convinced them with my job that I was doing good. I was good at editing and I convinced them to increment my salary. So it was around $139. Mm-hmm. So that was a thing. And, and it really helped me a lot. Like I was uh, uh, eating out of it. I was saving it and doing all of my, uh, managing all my expenses out of th- that salary as well. Wow. So after doing it for four months, I saved enough money. And finally, that was the day I realized that whatever I'm doing, this is not my kind, this is not my job. And I cannot continue because uh, when I think that what I will be doing after five years, so I was thinking that if I will keep doing this particular job, I know this is not going to profit me anyways. Right. I'm not going into video editing or anything. So after five years, what I'm going to do, it, neither it is building any my portfolio, neither it is enhancing my experience, neither it is, I can add this thing in my CV. So why I'm doing this kind of job? So literally, I don't even go to the call centers as well. And I don't really want to do the video editing stuff as well. Right. And, and in between, after returning back from job, I was doing uh, practicing my codes. All those things I told you about hacking the app and building bots out of it. I was doing right uh, after uh, ending this particular job. Mm-hmm. The sh- and after the shift ends every day. So uh, I was really keen to do the programming. And I even used to show many people in the the place I used to work, I also saw them that they see I'm up to this today, I'm building this kind of things. So he also knows that, yeah, I'm doing something in coding. He wants to support me, but uh, what he can do is already paying me a, a salary that is uh, that he thinks that is good for this particular job. Right. So I said the second biggest lie of my life, 
<laughs> I said eh, that uh, after trying for a month, I have got a, a job as a coder, professional coder, because I am good at it, and they are providing me around twenty-five uh, thousand, and that means three forty-nine dollars for the thing. Right. So he said, "Congratulations! Uh, I don't want to stop you here. You can go." I uh, and when I returned back to my friend's home, like I was living there, so his parents said, "So you said this thing, and he neither tried to stop you." So I said, yeah, because they, what they were expecting is if I say these words to him, he might be end up incrementing my salary for the particular job. But he was really a nice guy, so he congratulated me. But uh, the thing was, I have no job again. <laughs> so after uh, sitting up for one month again, instead, so I used uh, all the savings that I have made in these four months. Mm-hmm. So using those mm-hmm. those money for you know, making my traveling conveniences and everything. Uh, I did a lot of interviews, like two, uh, maybe four, around four, three, five interviews. But I got selected neither, not anywhere. Nobody selected me for this particular thing because nobody have heard about computer vision. So I used to apply as a Python developer. So, right. but uh, really nobody selected me. So at the end, I thought that uh, if I can go get a job because I don't have a graduation degree and just high school pass student, why I should not apply for an internship? Because uh, even in internship, they are paying around that ten uh, thousand thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is one thirty nine dollars. Right. So I I was getting one thirty nine dollars as a video editor. So if somebody is giving the same amount of money for doing, uh, particularly coding, so I would love to do it. It doesn't matter they are providing me and not providing me enough money, but at least it is something of my interest and it is going to enhance my skills and build up my career. So I selected that internship. They they interviewed me for like giving me a challenge and doing this stuff online. So I in one day I end up doing the completing the challenge and I got selected for the internship. So that was a hard time and I realized that yeah I have learned enough that I can pass some. At least uh, basic interviews in this field, particularly in this field, because this is a new field and nobody have any idea how to get started with this field. And I, I'm, I've learned enough that I can at least get started with a particular internship. So I got selected as an intern for that startup. Uh, I did that for about uh, two months, and in between I was upgrading my GitHub and doing all this social work online. Mm-hmm. So there was this company Smart Cow where I am currently working. So they found me uh, somewhere online, and and they saw how I'm doing. What are the skills that i possess and everything so they contacted me and they asked if i would like to join their company so that was really awesome like somebody yeah. is providing me with, with a job opportunity but the only thing was i was living in delhi in india and the job location was hyderabad basically it's 1000 miles apart wow. so i'm already so much uh, apart from my family and now this job opportunity is already again 1000 miles apart more ahead than that right so i was thinking whether i am I should take this step or not because I have already taken two of the biggest risk of my life, right. like lying to my father and living out of my family. Then lying and and leaving a, a good paying job. Like for that time, it was really a good paying job because right. it was fulfilling my expenses. So leaving that job and I have started this thing. I have entered, uh, taken the step. So should I take the next step or not? So I got uh, around one month to think around this thing. So I was doing the internship and and every day I was thinking whether I should continue or not. So at the end, I thought that I must, after discussing with everybody around me, like my friends and my mentors and the seniors of schools, so mm-hmm. they all said that you should take the risk because at this time, I, even I have, I have no idea whether the person who is providing the job is real or not. Maybe it's uh, fake. So how I'm going to manage that if I'm uh, traveling thousand miles apart? Then I have got to see this. 
Yeah, that's scary. So, but but somehow I took the risk. So they provided me with the flight tickets, uh, and I arrived here in the hotel. And soon enough, as I arrived, I just started exploring the whole area so that I got to know where I'm living and how these things are. But even there, there are so much problems. Like people are speaking different languages; they are not the native language that I'm used to speak. So sometimes I have to speak speak in other languages as well, and basically in English to connect them. And sometimes they don't understand my language. This is the problem here. But somehow I managed to come here. Then I made the team, and I think I took the right decision. I'm at the correct place. I'm doing well. Yeah, you did make the right decision. Yeah. Oh, that's that's like a really awesome story, man. I mean, I I don't know how I would have reacted in a scenario like that. Like very scary, right? Like no certainty. So how did you how did you push yourself? You you just you knew. Maybe uh, I just actually thought that uh, whatever research I'm doing and learning, I know when I meet people online, they have the same skill. They possess the same skill, and and they compete with me because uh, whatever I'm learning, they already know these things. So they are people. Uh, these people exist really that know all these things. So why I'm living at this place where I need to convince everybody that I can do these things. I have this knowledge, and nobody understands me. So there is an opportunity where I can meet those kind of people who are doing this particular thing. So. I must join them. So this is the yeah. thing that they pushed me to get started with it. Yeah, and if you weren't doing all this stuff like trying yeah. to hack that video game, and yeah, yeah, definitely. It was a series of scenarios uh, that I just was doing, it's and crazy. I landed up here. Yeah, that's uh, man. That is such an awesome story. Like, what I think people can really pull out of this is like, you followed your passion. There was no, yeah. there was no reason to do what you did, and yeah, definitely. And it, Besides the fact that you just were happy, uh, nobody was helping me around to do this thing. I was just uh, following blindly. I just knew that I could make a future out of it, but I have no idea how to make it because I really have no graduation degree. So nobody will consider me doing this particular job. I just want to know that if I can solve a problem, then people will be choosing me because all they want is somebody who can solve their problems and not somebody who can show their degrees. So I was just into practical thing. Dude, that's a basically the knowledge bomb just got dropped yeah. on this podcast, man. That is, that is fantastic. I'm I'm proud of you, man. Like I'm, I, I think you're a real big inspiration to people. Like that is a scary thing. Um, you know, people know that this is going to be a big career, and they don't they don't all have you know degrees in this area. Yeah like how do I get into it well you just told them the, the yeah, same thing was with me but I but I saw an immense future because I have no other options I knew that I have to do the job because even at this time my friends are completing their colleges and they are all dependent on their family but I knew that I have to make a way out of it I have to do a job so if I'm getting paid uh, like $139 for graduating and the same thing with an internship, then why not going for the internship? Then doing something that will not benefit in my, uh, again in my uh, next five years. So that was the thing that changed my life. Yeah. That's choosing amazing. that particular internship. That's amazing. So I got to know man. that I can do something. Yeah. That, that's freaking amazing. So I want to ask you, what would you tell someone that is afraid to take chances or make mistakes in their life? Like, uh, I was says only one thing. If you are doing it for first time, you have no idea. But if you are, uh, I mean, if you are familiar just for a minute for this particular thing, you already have learned something. And you can use that past experience to do something for the next five minutes. So if you can do something within five minutes, you can learn something. You can be uh, get started with something just in five minutes. So why not do trying it for a day, for a week, or even for a month? We will get to know if you are ready to take the chance or not. So you can do it. 
if i can do it definitely you can do it definitely the success will not be same with you the success might be better than me so you should take at least not for a month you could at least take a chance for a day let's say you want to learn python you know that it is good but you are uh, afraid that uh, you will not be able to learn because you don't remember the syntax either i remember the syntax i use references all the time right. so the thing is you should do it only for one day and you can see whether you are good to go with it or not i'm not saying that you have to learn the syntax you have to understand it like uh, uh, on the first line in python it's called print hello world so you know uh, there is a particular function called print i have to pass the string and it can print it now you learn something just in a minute so if you can learn something in a minute why not in the, in the second minute learn something ahead of it and then you have to do it push it yourself every day little bit little bit and just in one week you will see you have learned a lot because i completed python just in a month for basic right. python i just completed just in a month and i'm taking the computer vision i in 4 years i was completely trained with the computer vision itself so i have probably tried the hardest thing over all the time so you can at least get started with it it you take your time because i have a whole 4 years with me to learn all this thing and i'm always do, i'm just doing everything uh, in the beginning itself i'm on the first year of my programming career and i'm doing all these things so i have got 4 years to complete my college and in between completing my college i'm doing all these things side by side so you have enough time you can do it let's start doing it every day that's perfect i love it so so what is the best advice that you have ever received yeah uh talking about advice uh, i would like to mention one particular person in my life who is one of the seniors of my school of my time uh, his name is satish gupta uh, he really helped me a lot uh, even there was a time when i was in village i have no money to uh, take expenses for my internet plan so he used to recharge my phone i and all he used to say like he is itself in, in web development javascript he never get into the field of python or machine learning but all he want uh, always say that bro you have that potential you have, you don't have to waste it you have to do something every day just learn anything it could be android web development but you have to do it just don't waste it you have got the potential you can do it uh, i'm giving providing you everything like every expense you want uh, you want a pc you want internet anything but i have seen your potential and you have to do it so that really drives me crazy that yes somebody is there who is genuinely supporting me and and he knows i have potential i know that potential and i don't need to show it to anybody i just need to solve the problems i should get started with it somehow so i just started and between my struggling days i used to talk to him getting suggestions that uh, right now i'm doing this i have learned a lot so he used to say you have learned this thing but you uh, have to learn uh, more than this so don't uh, comfort yourself with this thing like uh, when i was into video editing job I, and i informed him that yeah i have got a job and i can live independently so he said just don't comfort yourself with it you know you are get doing it, but you can do better than this so please just don't get comfortable with it and keep pushing every day and he is the one who genuinely supported me for all these things that i get here and even uh, i am here today itself he says that don't get comfortable with it you have to go ahead <laughs> and you and you've seen how this plays out so you know it's yeah, true yeah 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 so i know it's true yeah man dude i i feel i feel like you you uh, are going to be somebody that changes the world like we need to stay in touch for sure yeah you yeah. you're one amazing yeah, i'm just doing that i love i i don't know how it impact, impact the world i'm just doing something that i love and even here in office you don't might believe that other employees they wanted to go like it's 9 to 6 job so they just wanted to leave the office 6 but i wanted to stay here because i wanted to do something more productive maybe not for the company but for myself or for anybody but i just wanted to do the thing 
Yeah. Even because I know if I if I reach the home, I will be doing the same thing. So why not uh, being comfortable here? Because there we are going to start up and everything. So why not staying here and doing all these things? So uh, I stay here late uh, at work and reach early at work, and I just do the thing, anything that I love. Yeah, yeah, oh, man, good for you, man. I'm, I, I, I love this time that we had to chat. Um, let me ask you this: What is the best programming languages that somebody should look at learning right now? You think? Yeah, definitely. I don't need to mention it. <laughs> I have to ask. I have to give everybody yeah, a yeah. yeah. So, so let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. Uh, when I was in school, the first language that I ever touched it was C. So I get started with C. I learned a book about C. Followed the book, but it was really hasty. I mean, it was full of hassle. I don't actually remember the syntax, and the theory was so tough. Mine. I mean, even for learning about arrays, I have to search. Various articles I, to just get a gist of it that how arrays work and what are arrays. I mean, at that time I really have no idea and I really don't want to learn all these things. So the first language I started with C. So I definitely knew that C is not my language. I'm not going to do anything with C. So uh, soon after I started with Java because it was something that was being taught in my school. So I was very good at it. Java and SQL that was my subject in my school, uh, basic subject, introductory. But I was good at it and I was one of the uh, superior students I had of the whole class. So everybody wants to uh, know something that how you are doing this. They come to me and asking the questions. So I was good at it. I knew that I have the potential. If I can understand, I can do it. And I was doing it. So the second language I tried with was Java. I built enough. Uh, uh, I mean, the most of the three parts I learned from Java, like how, how the programming was, the concept of programming. I learned right. all this thing in Java. Uh, but at that time also, I thought that yeah, this is a good language. Anybody can learn it. But this is not my language. So the time I got my hands with Python, then I decided that I already know the concept. I just have to learn the syntax, and it is so easy that I can even learn in just in a month. So this is my language. I'm gonna continue it. Heck yeah, man! So definitely, awesome. yeah. Python is the language that this should get Number started. It, yeah. <laughs> even let me tell you one thing that uh, now the our education system also decided that Python is one of the easiest language, and students must get familiar with Python. So why? Uh, Bundling them with Java, but that they don't want to learn. If if Python is really easy, why not getting them started with Python? So even in schools nowadays, uh, students are, are mm, the syllabus is Python itself. So Python is being taught in the syllabus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's this awesome. is definitely good. People get to know about the language, and, so and people like me are building and making it perfect every day by contributing to the community. Yeah. That's that's awesome. So uh, just for a second, let me put in the charger. Oh, okay, go for uh, it. I think it's the time. Sorry. Oh, you're fine, man. Yeah, we're getting we're getting pretty close to the wrap up anyway. Okay, we are back to it. Yeah, heck yeah, man. So there's no number two or number three. Just you're just your recommendation is Python. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I love it. What is your favorite drink? Uh, I never thought of uh, my favorite drink. I'm definitely not used to it. I just drink water, and yeah, uh, for some time when I just get tired, uh, there is one thing that is definitely available around me, and that is coffee. So I like coffee very much. That is the only thing that I drink. Okay, so oh, well, coffee and water. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, do you do you play computer games at all, or or once upon a time? No, I I used to play, uh, but right now I'm not playing any games. What, what is what was the best game ever made then? I know you might not play them right now, but there's got to yeah, be. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I was child, I used to play a lot of games. 
so there was a one buzz of this particular game around when uh, i used to play it uh, that was gta vice city i don't know if i heard of it or not yeah. but this was a game that created a lot of buzz around here so that was the one game that i loved to play when i was childhood that's awesome yeah gta vice city fantastic yeah. well uh nitin this has been a fantastic conversation um i'll just wrap it up right here thank you so much for coming on the show uh you're an amazing human keep up the good work uh do you oh how do how do people find you what's the best is it instagram is the best way to find you mm if you want to know a little bit uh, inside my life that how i'm doing then you can definitely switch it to instagram but if you want to learn what i am building or developing you should check out my twitter or github that is the place where i use most of the uh, programming things i share them but if you want to see something sneak peek in my personal life then you can just uh, hang me around on instagram okay perfect so we'll we'll make sure we have all those links in there so twitter it's instagram and github that's where they find yeah. you yeah perfect. and on uh, linkedin is uh one of the things as well in linkedin yeah okay perfect yeah. uh did we leave anything off the table that you uh still want to share with the audience no i think that's uh enough for today yeah that's a, this was a good one yeah. man i i really appreciate you coming on here yeah thanks